The Holy Woman Podcast is for the woman who is committed to living spiritually, emotionally, and physically balanced, healthy, and fit. She is being her best, doing her best, and looking her best. The Holy Woman is the new Wonder Woman. This podcast is a place for you to be selfish, to completely immerse yourself in the information and encouragement to be your best. We will discuss topics of spirituality, emotional wellness, fitness, beauty, style, and prosperity. This podcast is all about you. Hello, this is Tony Restrepo, and I am a holy woman. I'm excited to be here with you this Fitness Friday. Want to talk to you today about being body positive. What is that truly? You know, I want to share with some statistics with you right now as well, because we're living in a time within our country, especially within the United States, where we're dealing with a lot of health issues, right? I don't know where you live, but where I live and places I visit, I'm noticing a trend in more and more medical facilities being um, built, right? Every time I see a new building, I'm like, oh, I wonder what that is. And then sure enough, it's an urgent care or some kind of medical care facility. And what that tells me is that there is a growing and growing population of people that are in need of these services, right? And my whole goal and purpose is to really encourage people to live whole, to be proactive about their health, about their fitness, about their lives, and to take full responsibility for what is happening in our lives and especially our health, right? Because without health, we really have nothing, I want to share with you some statistics. According to the Center of Disease Control and Prevention, the leading causes of death and disability in the United States is chronic diseases and conditions such as heart disease, stroke, cancer, type 2 diabetes, obesity, arthritis are among the most common, costly, and preventable of all health problems. Further, the CDC says that as of 2012, about half of all adults, that's 117 million people, have one or more chronic health conditions. One of four adults had two or more chronic health conditions. Additionally, the CDC says seven of the top 10 causes of death were chronic diseases. Two of these chronic diseases, heart disease and cancer, together accounted for nearly 48% of all deaths. Health risk behaviors such as lack of exercise or physical activity, poor nutrition, tobacco use and drinking too much alcohol causes such much of the illnesses, suffering, and early death-related chronic diseases and conditions, says the CDC. And this is the part that was the most 
probably disturbing um, for me is that when you hear these statistics, how many people are living a um, just not a good quality of life because of these chronic illnesses and conditions and how many people are losing their lives prematurely because of it. And then you hear that the risk behaviors are behaviors that we could prevent. They are these sicknesses and disease are lifestyle sicknesses and diseases. So, yes, it is this, you know, disheartening to me that at the same time, it's encouraging to me because I know that, well, if our lifestyle causes it, then our lifestyle can change it. And I wanted to talk about today specifically this area of exercise, right? Because, you know, I'm a woman in my mid 40s and it has been a very large part of my lifestyle to work out. Uh, I started working out when I was very young. Uh, in college, I had to take a physical activity. I don't even know if they do that anymore. But I had to take a physical activity as one of my electives. And I chose to take a weightlifting um, class and absolutely fell in love with it, fell in love with how it ch changed my body composition, how I felt. And so I really just... Um, stuck with it throughout the years. Been some times where you kind of like, you know, like start waning off a little bit, but I could never really allow myself to fall completely away. And as I began to get older, it became even more and more important to me to make sure that my body was remaining healthy and fit. Um, and there is so many health benefits to it that I didn't even understand or know. You know, at the time for me, it was like really just vanity. Like, girl, I need to look good, so I'm going to do this work. But, you know, as you begin to mature, you begin to understand that, you know, there's certain things that you have to do with your life and with your body and with your health to preserve it, to um, create longevity and to create the ultimate quality of life that you want to live. And one of those things are exercise, is exercise, including your diet as well. But I really want to focus in on exercise because I feel that a lot of people are trying to be more conscious about what they eat. You know, there's still some people that haven't got on the bandwagon yet, but I think more people are, you know, we're getting the messages, me menus are changing, you know, adding more healthier things. So we're in that process that, you know, people are trying to um, make a difference and a change. And I, I commend them for that. I think there's a part though here where the exercise piece is still missing and we're not really understanding how great of a benefit exercise really is to your overall health, not just to your body composition. And I think it's important as well because we're in this time where, you know, there's a lot of body positive um, conversation going around and people are really encouraging us to, you know, embrace our bodies, embrace who we are, love yourself. And I am in 100% agreement with that messaging. I may not be in full agreement with the how, however, because I do believe that we need to love the bodies God gave us. I do believe we need to love the figure God gave us because you, you know, there's certain things you can do through exercise to maybe um, change your figure a little bit. Uh, we need to love the skin that we're in, our complexions, our facial features. I believe that with all my heart. 
But I don't believe that we should just tolerate and accept the things about us that are not good for us. That is not self-love. When we begin to say, you know, accept the fact that, you know, you're overweight, accept the fact that you're obese and love it, that is not good messaging. That is not good advice. Because truly, if we don't address the habits and the lifestyle things that are affecting our health and could truly shorten our lifespan, then are we really loving ourselves and are we loving others to encourage that behavior? No, we are not. Now, this is my podcast and I get to say, share my opinion and it is my opinion um, and to each its own. But I really, really want to encourage people through this podcast to really love yourself to excellence. Love yourself so much that you would not tolerate any behavior in your life that would not bring you successful, an successful outcome, that would not bring you extended life, that would not bring you uh, the best quality of life that God created for you to live. Love yourself to that degree. And I'm not only talking about in our body weight, I'm talking about in every aspect of your life. Love yourself enough to live um, to the best you can financially. Love yourself to live to the best you can in your relationships. Make sure that your whole purpose and everything that you do and you strive to do is for your best. Right now, I'm talking about exercise and your body and how important it is for you to exercise, for you to move. It is medicinal. It is healing. It is truly the fountain of youth. I'm telling you there, you know, when you begin to understand how powerful exercise is in really helping to heal a lot of these chronic sicknesses and disease that have become an epidemic within our country, you will no longer say, oh, I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. I don't have time for it. You don't have time not to exercise because every time we choose not to move our bodies, we're literally choosing to shorten our lifespan, to shorten the time that we have on this earth. Movement is life. So you have to begin to move. I wanted to share with you a list of different conditions that exercise actually helps with because I don't think people really know how powerful this thing is exercising. So here we go. So it helps. I'm not going to share the why because I would get it would just go. This would go on and on and on. Um, But I am going to share what it helps with. So it helps with allergies, yes. It helps with angina, anxiety, arthritis, back pain, bursitis and tendonitis, cancer, carpal tunnel syndrome, cholesterol, constipation, depression, diabetes, fatigue, glaucoma, headaches, heart disease, high blood pressure, insomnia, intimate claudiation, knee problems, lung disease, memory problems, menstrual problems and PMS, osteoporosis, um, overweight problems and vercoice veins. I mean, there is so many things that simple 
exercising will help to um, cure, if not at least make um, more comfortable for you. Like, like, like arthritis for for an example, so many people that have pain in their joints choose not to move because they feel that it's painful, but actually movement would help and lack of movement is making it worse. So we have to begin to understand that exercise is not, again, just about looking good. We know there's a big trend out there now where people are gun hole into exercising and it's really about, you know, the, the body composition and looking a certain way. And that's fine and that's wonderful. But the word of God says that vanity is passing. What you do has to be greater than just the fact of how you're going to look. What is it doing for your overall health? And exercise doesn't only help with your bodily health. As we heard, depression, your emotional well-being is also tied to your exercise and your movement. There's some people that have really overcome depression because they chose to run. I've heard people say that, you know, even their running is become a spiritual practice for them. They're able to be out in nature. They're able to connect with their creator. They're able to take themselves um kind of away from the natural things and really enter into a spiritual place. So exercise has so many benefits. I want to encourage you to exercise. There's so many women that's within my age group right now that won't exercise. And I really cannot express enough how important it is to add that to your lifestyle, to add that to your things to do, to make it a priority in your life. You will not regret it. All of the discomfort of it that you will initially have is well worth um, the discomfort. Um, the It's well worth you losing the discomfort that will come from not doing it. That's what I wanted to say. It's well worth it. And eventually, once you get past the negative mindset about it, once you get past, you know, the initial um, breaking of your paradigm, um, the programming that's there against exercise and your body gets used to doing it, literally, you won't be able to stop doing it. That's where I am in my life. If I get too busy and I'm traveling and I'm doing things and I haven't been able to get to the gym like I'm accustomed to, which is about three to five times a week, minimum three, um, I feel miserable and I have to get in there and get back to moving and doing what I know makes me feel spiritually, emotionally, and physically whole. So I pray that this is encouraging you to get out there and move, to love yourself, to be positive about your body image. Yes, enough to love it to health and fitness. I love you. I hope you're encouraged. And until next time, remember the holy woman is the new wonder woman. I'll talk with you soon.